Okay, I'm here with the American comedian, Kurt Metzger. And uh, what we're talking about uh, is the Ukraine war and how the squad has reacted to it. Here's what AOC tweeted out. The conflict between Ukraine and Russia is profoundly concerning, but military conflict is not the solution. We must seek a diplomatic resolution rather than escalate tensions and avoid sanctions that hurt the Ukrainian people. Okay. She deleted that tweet. Ah. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. So, <laughs> so the people's... <laughs> so the People's Party tweeted this out. It says, AOC began... Okay. Let me see. Okay. It says, AOC began February by tweeting that we must avoid sanctions. She then deleted the tweet by the end of February, she supported the sanctions. Conclusion, AOC and the squad are very much a part of the establishment. Hashtag Ukraine. She has to make deals. That's how she helped get this union thing done. Yeah. <laughs> so she kept this tweet up for a whole week before she deleted it. And so here we're, let's take a look at the squad. The squad calls for Ukraine interve intervention in Ukraine. Progressive. This is from Left Voice. Progressive members of Congress are calling for sanctions against Russia as the war in Ukraine continues to escalate. We need an anti-war movement that condemns every call for U.S. intervention of any sort. And that's by Sam Carliner. And that's from February 26th. And on February 23rd, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, first at, or Sandy, as she was called before she ran for office, she first weighed in on the war in Ukraine, calling for the United States to escalate its intervention using sanctions. She tweeted the following message from her congressional Twitter account. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is indefensible. The U.S. is right to impose targeted sanctions on Putin and his oligarchs. We also must work is right. So she was against them. Now she's for him. We also must work with our allies to prepare for a refugee crisis on a massive scale. Finally, any military action must take place with congressional approval. And yes, in advance. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you have our, my approval of the military and sanctions. Since then, other members of the squad of progressives, members of Congress, have spoken out. Cori Bush joined the calls for sanctions, and Jamal Bowman released a statement condemning Russia's unchecked imperialism and Putin's violation of international law. Boy, that Jamal Bowman is really revealing himself, even faster than AOC did, that he's a complete sellout piece of it. Was he on Bill Maher not that long ago? I think he was, I, and I, he came off like, wow, you're, you're going to like Congress practice to say all the things. Yes, <laughs> like yes. a big smile. I don't know if he was. I don't watch Bill Maher that closely, but I'll look. We, here's, here's Cori Bush. She said, we must impose swift sanctions targeted at Putin's oligarchs who have made the Russian economy one of the most unequal in the world, unlike the United fucking States, huh? Well, they have unchecked imperialism. You yeah. know how that sucks. Yeah, so, ha! <laughs> as well as the Russian military. Sixth, okay. She then says, I have long opposed mass, broad-based sanctions that would cause grave, deadly harm to civilians for the decisions of corrupt oligarchs. And Russia, in Russia, is no different. Broad-based sanctions would not only be ineffective, 
but would also condemn a generation of Russians into poverty and mass suffering. Now, she's right when she yeah, says right. that. But it's weird because it sounded like here she was actually calling for sanctions, but she was calling for targeted sanctions. Now, I don't know what those are. And apparently, neither do the other people, because uh, she then s voted against these sanctions. Because She voted against them. So that's good that Cory Bush voted against them. Uh, Bauman's statement says nothing about U.S. imperialism and its 800 military. There's more than 800 military bases around the world. Instead, Bauman says that he is committed to supporting the Biden administration in holding Putin and his oligarchs accountable. So you see the kind of slippery, slimy guy that uh, Jamal Bowman actually is. He's a slimy. He's a slimy guy. Jimmy, somebody has to be Darth Vader, and shouldn't it be America? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Not one of these three members of Congress states categorical opposition to U.S. military action in Ukraine. And what they do say is dangerous. They're calling for the United States to wage economic warfare. Support for sanctions, which only really hurt the working classes of countries subjected to them, sets up a political justification for military intervention that would have devastating consequences for workers and the oppressed around the globe. At this point, there should be no illusions that AOC, Cory Bush, or Jamal Bowman are even remotely part of the anti-imperialist movement. They have made this clear time after time. AOC went along with bipartisan attempts during the Trump administration to back a coup in Venezuela. Do you remember that? She said she's going to defer to the caucus. Their recent calls for intervention show they are not allies of a movement against war. If we are against sanctions, we must oppose anyone who calls for them, especially when they do so within the halls of Congress. Now is the time to take a stand against pro-war politics. I'm with you. Here, here. Anti-imperialists and anti-war activists in the United States must make it very clear. There can be no more escalation of this conflict. All who oppose war must oppose any intervention by the United States. That includes sanctions. Do you think um, sanctions, people think of it a lot, like how they think of a no-fly zone? They yes. have no idea what it is. They have no like, idea what it is, what it actually starve? is. Should we starve them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, what, them. that's what you're saying. No, targeted starvation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You target the, it's like a surgical strike, you know? Like, so the uh, idea of sanctions is you put such a hurt on this regular people of a country that the regular people will rise up against their leaders. That's what they're, so they're trying to actually inflict so much fucking pain that people go out and try to overthrow their government. Even on their cat shows and tennis players. Even on their cat shows. That's <laughs> every right. Every little bit helps. Every little bit. And this is from The Nation. And this is from March 11th of 2022. Uh, it says, Congress is eager to sanction Russia, whatever the cost. With an unprecedented array of sudden financial restrictions, ordinary Russians are carrying the burden of the global conflict. This week, the House overwhelmingly passed legislation to ban imports of Russian fuel and authorize further sanctions. Representatives Ilhan Omar, Cory Bush, we're the only Democrats to vote against the bill. Citing the impact economic isolation will have on the Russian people. So tip of the hat to Ilan Omar and Cori Bush for actually standing by what she said. No, I have a feeling 
they were given the green light by Nancy Pelosi to vote against it. That's what I think, because that's how things work, and they have already revealed that they will never cross Nancy Pelosi. So I'm sure they got the green light to do this. And if Nancy Pelosi needed the vote, she would have got it out of them. That's my theory. That's so cynical. <laughs> That's very sad. No, I'm very. <laughs> I have serious concerns that the suspending energy imports from Russia Act will become yet another clear example where a policy stays on the books well past its utility because the politi- political will to lift it has never materialized. That's what Ilhan Omar said about her vote uh, um, on the fuel ban. Sanctions are easy to impose and notoriously difficult to lift. Once they're in place, it becomes politically toxic to get rid of them. Policy inertia and the vast infrastructure designed to maintain sanctions keeps them intact, despite ample evidence that the measures inflict widespread suffering and bring unintended consequences. Sixty years after President John F. Kennedy signed Proclamation 3447 to impose a ban on all trade with Cuba, and punish Fidel Castro, freaking 60 years later, that embargo is still in place. When are they going to overthrow him? <laughs> <laughs> Washington has only tightened its grip on the Cuban economy in the years since, with hundreds of additional sanctions implemented under President Donald Trump and kept alive under Biden. The political momentum is what it is, a Democratic House staffer told the nation. And so people can say privately, like, this is effing crazy. This is unpredictable. I have no idea how this is going to turn out, but it's probably going to do, be bad. Wow. No one wants to ask Will Smith to leave the Oscars. Nobody Where wants to ask. Nobody. But then publicly, everybody, including people on the left, are very obsessed with the idea of showing national unity. It's a coin flip. Whether any of these sanctions are still in place 40 years from now and nobody is considered. So they're saying it's a it's a flip of the coin, whether we'll get rid of these sanctions we're imposing on Russia now in 40 years or not. And so there you go. Corey Bush, Ilan Omar, the only one to vote against the sanctions. AOC, all for it. Jamal Bowman, Rashid Tlaib, all the phonies continue to be phonies. You think this squad, like it's like Charlie's Angels, there's like a phone that goes, hey, squad, two of you are going to vote nay, and <laughs> yes, to vote yay. <laughs> yes, I actually do. I actually do think that's what happens. Nancy's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you text me I, something like that the other day? No, it just, it just occurred to me now when I thought of. Somebody Bruce, texted you know. me Nancy's Angels the other day to me. Isn't that funny? And you thought of it independently. That's fun. I found Sandy in a bar. It, it, <laughs> 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 okay there you go so now we brought you up to date on ukraine and the squad and uh, now you know that they're exactly what you thought hey we're doing our live stand-up tour we're going to be in orlando we're going to be in tampa columbus cleveland pittsburgh much much more go to jimmydorecomedy.com for a link for all the tickets and you can come see our shows in los angeles too we do one weekly go to jimmydorecomedy.com and become a premium member while you're there get all the extra content thank you